Good day, my name is Andrew Dobbin from the Business Mindset. Welcome to this audio program on the seven P's of networking. Networking definitely is the thing for the 21st century. It is a way to build relationships, to grow your business through word of mouth is so important in today's business world. It is a way to build trust with others where we mutually help each other grow our businesses. One survey reported that 98% of businesses rely on word of mouth for business. But only 3% have a strategy. Have you got a strategy for your business? So what is networking? The word network is a verb. It is an action word. As Ivan Meisner from BNI says, it is not net sit nor net eat, but it is network. It is something that we must do. The dictionary defines it as where we connect as or operate as a network. So often we might think of a network where we have computer networks connecting each other with wires. It also goes on to give the definition as a link, that means with machines or computers, to operate interactively, where you might have a network station. But if we think of this in the human point of view, it is where we connect and where we operate as a network, working together, where we link, where we are interactive. So it is a contact sport in many ways. Where do you network at? Many people will attend events organized by organizations like BNI for networking or maybe some other organizations that are organized by local councils. There is this buzz always around it. But are you getting as much out of networking that you should? Or are you like many others getting very little? Sometimes if you go along to a networking event, maybe a chamber organization, where you will see the same people at different events. And all of a sudden you realize that people are running from one event to another and they're all attending networking events. But are they actually getting something from it? We should realize that our networks are, such, are so much more than we actually think. It is not just the BNIs of this world or the four networking of this world or the local enterprise agency who has organized something. Our networks is all around us. They might be our social networks, our personal Facebook, our Twitter, our LinkedIn contacts. These are all networks. Then you might have very strong networks like BNI. You might have your church or community organization, which again is full of people who are part of your network. Then you might find a local business uh, chamber. You will find even friends and family are part of your network. They are all connected to other people. Then whatever business you're in, you're also going to have clients and you're also going to have suppliers. Those people are part of your network. The world itself is a very, very small place. And so often, as we think of our networks, we could go out there and actually ask for help from them, but we fail to do that. So what do we need to do to use our network for business growth? 
One thing that would help, I believe, would be if we follow the seven P's of networking. The first P of networking is what purpose do we have? Why do we want to go networking? Is it something that we have been told that we should do? Is it something we have been dragged kicking to? Maybe we have a fear of meeting other people. But if we go on a networking expedition, it is something which should be a marketing strategy for our business. It should be part of our plan. Yes, I'm quite sure that many people will market their business through Yellow Pages. They might market their business through adverts in the local paper, flyers. We use all these different ways of marketing ourselves, of advertising ourselves. And so it is as we go along to a networking event, this is an opportunity to market ourselves. One of the biggest dangers of going along to networking events is that we find that people are actually going along there to sell their product or their service. At one recent meeting where I was speaking, I asked the question how many people were here to sell. And there was a number of people who raised their hand who wanted to sell their product. Whenever we asked the question how many people were actually there to buy, there was no one. So what does that tell us? If there's no one there to buy, there's not much point in going to sell. One of the main purposes I go along to a networking event is very simply to get to know people in that part of the community. It is getting to know people and build relationships with them. It's getting to know the person sitting beside me. Although one of the other dangers which we do whenever we go along to networking events is that we find someone that we actually know and we sit with them and we talk about the same things week in or month in. But one of my purposes in going along is not just get to know them, but to get the introduction to someone that may be of use to me. But it is to get the introduction and to have a cup of coffee outside that particular meeting. That is my goal or my purpose whenever I go along to a networking event. I go with a simple plan and purpose of meeting two people who I could help and who could help me. B&I talks a lot about giver's gain. And so does I believe that we need to be willing whenever we go along to an event like that to be a giver. We need to be generous whether that might be with information, that might be in something that we might give away free, to leave them with something, maybe an article, not there to sell, but information that might help them in their business. I recently sat at one of the large coffee chains, and as I sat there, I could see the, them testing out and doing tastings of one new product. And I realized that people were coming in a queue tasting the product free of charge. But when they got to the till, or when they come to order their product, they were actually ordering the new coffee, which was slightly more expensive. Givers gain. It's also an opportunity, even whenever you go along to an event like that, you may be looking to purchase something. It might be an opportunity to pass a referral, to give an introduction to someone else. So often, the whole aim of networking is to connect people. 
And if we can connect people, then we're bringing value along to that. So I think one of the first things is remember purpose in our networking. Make sure we have a purpose for going along. The second P would be preparation. Where do you actually go? Where do you actually go? And sometimes we go along to the same thing week in and week in, week out. Sometimes we go to monthly events organized by the same people. And we don't seem to be getting it along anywhere. Why don't you stop and think and ask yourself, who are my clients? Who are the clients that are best for me? For example, one of my friends is involved in the fulfillment business. So he realized very quickly that the people who need fulfillment are people who are into computers and who have special shops, e-commerce shops. So he started to go along to events where people would be there that would fulfill his typical client, his ideal client. And he started to attend computer events. He started to attend people who were looking more information on e-commerce. And he realized that his target market were at those events. So he started to network at those events. But in our preparation before we go along, have you ever thought, who do I want to speak to? Have I a particular industry who I might like to speak to? Do I have particular prospects? Some people have suggested we should always have at least 10 or 20 prospects that we want to speak to. And we should go along with that list. And it might be that we're speaking to someone and we might ask them, do you know anyone on my list? We have made preparation. That might be a simple way for someone to help you. It may also be you might want to speak to introducers, people who are in a similar type of business to you, but you're not in competition with. I've recently been dealing with someone who is involved in a physio and he has found that one of his best introducers are doctors. So we started to think of doctors and who else could fit into what he does. Who They don't compete and they realize that he could be speaking to people who supply specialist uh, furniture, chairs. He could be speaking to people who supply medical health care. And all of a sudden there's other people out there who might be able to help. So for instance, if you're a printer, the printer might work very well with a web designer because they've got a similar client base. So whenever you go along to a networking event, then it's a good idea to meet up with those types of people. Build strong relationships and where you can mutually help each other. You never know who knows who you want to know. You might also ask yourself, what do you take along with you to a networking event? Well, very simply, you might want to take business cards. It's surprising how many people come along to a networking event and they don't have any business cards. You might even want to take a notebook or somewhere where you can record information about the person you've been speaking to. Some snippet of information that might be very useful whenever you follow up with them. You might also want to take along a good name badge. You might think that's a strange thing, but whenever you go to some of these networking events, some of the quality of the name badges they're not always clear. You should take you along even your own. Don't be embarrassed by that. One of the other things I've been prepared for going along to a networking event is that we should arrive early. We 
We find though sometimes people arrive just before time. Some people arrive on time. Some people are late. But if you're early, you're there to see the organizers. You could actually act as a host. It's not your event, but you act as if you're the host of the event. And go with a host mentality. How might I help you? Who would you like to be introduced to? Who would be a good contact for your business? And if we did those things, then we are seen to be helping and giving of ourselves. It's also very important as we go along to ask the right questions. We just don't want to be talking about the weather or the best car. We want to be asking them, who might you want to be speaking to? What's a really good client for you? How might I help you? And all of a sudden you start to get deeper questions with them. Ask interesting questions. Ask questions that focus on them and what you can do for them. You might ask them that question, well what do you work at? The interesting thing is that whatever questions you ask them, they normally ask you back. And it gives you the opportunity to tell them about what you do. It's also, I believe, important in our preparation that we, when people ask you what you do, you actually have an elevator pitch, as they might say, an introduction. And focus on that introduction on the benefits of what you do. So often people might say, oh, I'm an accountant. And all of a sudden somebody has an idea, but that might not be what a full picture. And also have sometimes that people have perceived ideas about what an accountant does. Giving them something interesting that they might ask that question. What is it you, what is it you do? So in our introduction, for instance, one of the things I used to do whenever I worked in uh, the promotional market would be I would say to people, I help companies, uh, I help companies with, with their staff. I help their staff look good in front of their clients. I, I help people make that first good impression. And all of a sudden we end the conversation, a bit of a joke around it, and it's a good icebreaker. One of the other things in our preparation is always remember that we shouldn't prejudge the person we're speaking to. Because even though they may not, first of all, fit in with everything that we know or do, they might know the people that we want to speak to. But that's also been clear in our preparation what all those things are about. We know who we want to speak to before we get there. One of the other P's I believe of networking can be partner. Whenever we get to some of these networking events, we see people running around and going to this one and that one and all they're there to do is to push their business card into your hand and move on to the next thing. You nearly think there's an ego thing there happening or there is that selling going on there. And it is something that puts them off. What about if you went along with a partner and you are there to promote them and your partner's there to promote you? So as we go out and partner, we are actually giving our partner credibility because we are standing over what they do. It might be you're going along and you say, have you ever, uh, have you ever had a need for a website? I know a good web designer. Have you met so-and-so? He could help you with that. It's important, though, that whenever we are taking a partner along with us, 
We should know that partner very well. We should know what they can do and their limitations and also what their typical client might look like. Not only going with a single partner, but even you could go along with a group of people who are in a similar type of business. Within B&I, they talk about par teams or par groups. For example, there's a marketing par group or par team. That marketing par group might be someone who's in marketing itself advice. It may be someone who's a web designer, someone who's producing uh, promotional clothing. Uh, it could be somebody who's doing signage. It could be somebody who's doing copywriting. So all of a sudden you go along with a group of people and you're going there as a power team or a power group and you're talking about each other. Can you think how powerful that is in an environment where there's networking happening? And all of a sudden, if someone comes and they need a printer, a graphic designer, they're starting a new business, the graphic designer might get the work to create the new logo and the brand. The printer will get the paperwork to do all that. The person doing the promotional clothing will get the, uh, the uniform. The person who uh, doing promotional items might get the pens and the pencils just to promote their business. Then they might want to advertise, do further marketing. And all of a sudden we find that all these people are all working together. It's always surprising whenever I see someone get into a business, maybe a business consultant, and then he starts to bring in other people to help in that business. Imagine what can happen if we work together. My suggestion would be if we go along to a networking event is that we partner with other people. Remember, don't go with an ego, but go to help and promote even other people, other partners. Work for each other. One of the other things I think that we need to think about whenever we go networking, one of the other P's is profit. The profit is not a dirty word. Profit is something, it is a reward. I heard someone saying, for the services that we give. So what is your target? What is your financial target? We hear all these goals around different things about smart, being pacific, being measurable, being attainable, being relevant, being time-bound. What is your target? Do you just go to these events willy-nilly? Or do you realize that whenever you're actually there, there's a cost? One of the biggest dangers with networking events are that they're actually free. So whenever you go along in a free networking event, you think, why not? It's free. But because there's no cost, all of a sudden, you don't seem to put the effort in. But you should go with a target. One networking event, or a networking organization, if I call it that, I was involved in, I set myself a target of achieving anywhere between 40 and 50,000 pounds. The first year I went along, that target, I fell far short of it because it was only 10,000. The second year I was there, it was 30,000. The third year I was there, it was 30,000. Then I achieved 70,000 and then also 50,000. So all of a sudden we started to see those targets being made. Because whenever we look at it, it's the first year is important because it's new business, but then the second year we have new business plus repeat business. And all of a sudden, all the contacts we've made through the networking organization or networking events is starting to increase. Some of the other targets you might have would be to, how many events do I want to attend? 
Because we need to be careful. Our time is precious. And there is a cost to our time. We need to realize that. There is a cost to our time. Even though the event might be free. How much is your time worth? And I would suggest that you actually go away and you think about that. You think of the cost of travel. You think of the cost of being there. And you think of the time that you waste sometimes speaking to others. One of the other targets might be how many coffees can I have out of these events? So if we go along to an event just to meet people, to have a coffee after, go with that as a target. One particular event I attended on a regular basis, I then got the opportunity to speak. And from that speech, I was able then to tell some people about my business. I was able to do some follow-up with some people who showed an interest in the things I was doing. And from that, I actually got some sales. So what is your profit target for that? We should also remember the lifetime value of people. It is not just the first sale. So what is your profit or what is your profit target that you have? And you should be specific in that. Because if we don't know what the target is, then we'll never hit it. Recently I set myself a plan for the whole day. I got to the end of it and realised I hadn't made the whole plan. But I'd made 80%. And I believe I only achieved the 80% because I had a plan of some sort. So what is your target? What is your profit that you want to get out of going to these events? One of the other P's of networking is our presentation. Yes, we talked earlier about being prepared and going along and having an introduction. But one of the other things of preparation is so important is the first impressions that we make whenever we arrive. Being well-dressed, being well-groomed, having the right smile on our face, being pleasant, because some studies say that we only get three seconds to make that first great impression. So how do you go along? Make a first, first good impression. Because those are the things that last. Some people dress for their particular uh, work. I've known people who were locksmiths and they dressed appropriately for their profession other people who were accountants now you wouldn't expect an accountant to arrive at a networking event dressed in flip flops and shorts it would just destroy his credibility so we need to dress in such a way that it does not destroy our credibility but shows us as professional business people these are the people who may introduce you to some of their best contacts See, every single person at a networking event has the assets, they have the treasure chest, and those are contacts of people who they know. They're not going to open them up to you until they trust you, until you have credibility with them. They will not do it. One of the other things that we talked about is having that presentation, making sure we have that seven-second Technicolored introduction, the one thing that gets the interest. Maybe also whenever we talk about our products and our services, that we can tell people clearly. Maybe they might want information, but it's not something that we should push on them. 
but it is something which we should give when they ask. Remember our purpose from earlier, why we're there. We're not there to sell. We're not there to push our product. We are there to find a couple of people who we can build a relationship in a mutual way, help them to grow each other's business, to have a cup of coffee with and develop it from there. Long term, we need to make sure our presentation is correct. How we dress, the smile on our face, the way that we speak, the, any questions that we ask, having all those things prepared in our presentation. We've come along to, the, um, to this networking event. We've come with a purpose. We have prepared ourselves as best we can. We've come possibly even with a partner. We've come with that profit of mind, that reward that we can get from, from doing all those things. We've come and we've prepared ourselves very well. We've come with the presentation and we've pre presented ourselves really well. And we've come to that event. We've come and we've spoken with people. We've listened to maybe a special speaker. All those things, we've done those. Then one of the other seven P's of networking is post-event. What are we going to do after the event? We've been there, we've seen the people, we've shook hands, we've given our business cards, we've done all those things that happen. What are we going to do post-event? Well, we should follow up with people. We've met people on the day. We've had good conversations. We've interacted. We've maybe made some introductions with other people. We've joined people up. Well, why don't we, we need to make sure that we actually keep our promises. If we have promised to do anything for anyone, we need to do it after the event straight away. Because nothing will destroy your credibility than not following up. The other thing which also that's important is we don't spam people. Many people take the list of the people who's going to attend and they send out emails to everyone. Sometimes I believe the recruitment industry gets blamed for a lot of this. No sooner are you back in your office and you find you've got 10 emails from people saying, great to speak to you at the event today. If you ever need recruitment, you ever need this service or that service, and they destroy their credibility straight away. Selling and overselling. I've even heard people at the event who've maybe been given an opportunity to speak really selling their product, and it destroys their credibility, and people don't buy from them, didn't buy on the day, and may never buy because of their hard sales pitch. Don't spam. I'd also suggest that if we do get business cards, that you log those business cards and keep records of those business cards. Maybe you've got an interesting comment about them. You might have taken some notes in your card or on your notebook about the person. So log your business cards. Follow up with them. Thank them. Follow up for that cup of coffee. Maybe you might want to put them into your uh, mass mailer. Make sure we have permission to do that and say to people, do you mind if we stay in touch and I'll put you into my mailer and you'll get my, my newsletter or whatever. That's a soft way of at least getting information out to them. Maybe you've got a particular free report and you say, look, I'll email it to you once I get home. It may even be uh, you've got a particular recording or a book and you use that for sending out uh, to build uh, the relationship with those people. One of the other greater things as well in the industry today is LinkedIn, where we can go and link up with people. LinkedIn's a powerful 
powerful social network from a business perspective because all of a sudden as you link into those you can see the customers they have you can do searches for the industry and if you want to speak to graphic designers and you get into their network it's possible that they've got other friends who are graphic designers or who are all there and you can find them there and you can introduce to them as long as that's appropriate might also be that you want to follow up even by sending a thank you note you can send a thank you note to the speaker to the organizers you can send a thank you note to some of the people that you spoke to one of the particular systems I use is an organization called send out cards you can use all your own but if you do want to send a free card then you can go to sendoutcards.com forward slash Andrew Dobbin that's sendoutcards.com forward slash Andrew Dobbin if you go there you can see some of the videos and you can actually send a free card on me so there you are but it's something you can test and try and see what you think a way of thanking other people and if you're not going to send a card then follow up at least with an email to those people but again remember not to spam people and remember it's that cup of coffee follow up what about meeting for that coffee when would suit you uh, we may be able to help each other And the seventh P, I believe, is patience. Patience. Because networking is not a get-rich-quick. Now, I know some people get fantastic results from networking. People get fantastic results because they're maybe selling a high-end product. One particular uh, friend of mine is involved in a very strong referral organization where you're building strong relationships networking with those people on a weekly basis recently put a thank you uh, a thank you uh, for business for a million pound fantastic building strong relations taking time to build those people have introduced them see relationships take time it takes time to build confidence there is a level where people need to get to in that confidence before they will pass you business. Before they will trust you enough with their contacts or with their business. And people make decisions on you from the day and hour they've seen you. We talked about presentation. They will make a decision from that day. They will make a decision on the things that you say. So if you have been negative, if you have said something crude, if you have said something sex, people will judge you on that, whether rightly or wrongly. And their confidence level is either goes up or down by what they see and hear. Remember also, whenever we think of patience, it should be people before profit. Yes, we talked about profit and as a reward for building it, but we must focus on the people and helping the people. I have built some fantastic friendships with people and relationships with those over time and at one particular event I was at recently I was telling them of a situation which I had fallen into and the person said to me after that if you need a car I have a spare one and you can have it free of charge for as long as you want there is someone who lives the life of giver's gain there is someone who, after building a relationship with, was willing to do something for someone else. What great things we get whenever we have patience.
But remember, whenever we meet these people, we should always follow up with them. We should follow up with them. We should follow up with them. And we should follow up with them. Not spamming them, of course, but always continually building relationships, giving them information, giving them free items, helping them, giving them maybe articles that are of interest to them. And someday they will open their contact list to you. Someday they will open their own business. You see, if we go to a networking event and we only go to sell on the day, we will get one sale from the person there. But if we go along with patience and build a relationship, they may open their business and give it to you. But the most important thing is that they will open their contact book and they will give you their contacts. But only once they trust you, only once they have confidence, and only once they know what you're looking for. And that's where we go back to the earlier statement of being prepared, going along with the prospect list. Your contacts really are one of the greatest assets for your business. So as we come to a conclusion, remember the seven P's of networking. Remember you should come with a purpose. Remember you should come being prepared. Remember you should come with partners. You should also come with profit of mind, having a reward, a target of what you want to get out of it. But make sure you're well presented, whether that be in your dress, or what you say or what you do and remember the post event and lastly have patience can I wish you well in your networking endeavours and it will bring the rewards if you stay at it